Hey, this is Jim. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio, the only link, the only website that you'll ever need if you enjoy this show and you want all our resources is, of course, silentjim.com. And I'm going to share with you some very simple ideas today that you may want to go check out. There's a link to a discussion in our Facebook group, and it was a very popular discussion. A lot of people chimed in and appreciated the ideas that were originally shared by Gassan. And he is a member of our Facebook group. And I don't remember ever seeing necessarily uh, a post from him before with 50,000 plus members. There's always new faces and new names popping up for me. But he shared a very useful post. And I'm just going to share a little bit of what he told us in his story that involves some very simple questions that he asked himself. And then he asked a few friends of his, and it's led to some great success, including a product that over the past couple of years has sold close to $200,000 worth of that product. And it all came from some creative brainstorming about the questions that I'm going to share with you in this episode, along with another question that we use around here pretty frequently that you've heard me refer to in past episodes, possibly, but it's very powerful. And the thing I love about this strategy, just to set it up a little bit, is that you don't need any tools. You don't need any software. You don't need to pay monthly for a subscription to some app. This is just conversational research. And it could be done by an email that you send out to a few friends. It could be done by talking to neighbors or family members or someone that lives with you that uses Amazon more than you do. There's ways to use this strategy And if you do, you maybe even on Facebook, you can just post out and say, hey, here's some questions. Could you guys ask yourself these questions and send me your replies? I'm doing some product research. People love being asked their opinion. That's the power of this strategy as well. It's not going to be difficult to get people to respond to these questions. So Gassan's story, this is, he sold 6,500 units of his product. I'm not going to tell you what the product was. He doesn't share that with us in his Facebook posts. And that's probably wise because you don't want 50,000 people knowing what your hot product is, right? And he's done this a handful of times. He has other products. Not everything that he launches does well. But again, remember, if you're using the strategies we teach, where you're very slow and cautious when testing out a new product, you never go out and buy 100 units of an untested, unproven concept. It's just not necessary. That's foolishness. You can know all you need to know with five or 10 units, and you can get samples. You can step in very slowly into a new niche market, prove that it's working. You don't have to go out and risk it all. And that's what he's done. He's tested some concepts. But how does he find these concepts? I'm going to share four questions with you, his three, and then one more that we're adding to the list. And these are questions that you can use to find gaps on Amazon. From our perspective, there are millions of gaps on Amazon. We call them golden gaps. We've referred to them several different ways at different times. But these gaps are basically where customers are going to Amazon every day, typing in a search phrase, and there's not a product that comes up that meets their needs. Either there's not a high quality enough product or there's no product at all that exists, or there's so much demand and there's only one or two options when there should be 10 or 20 options, right? So those are gaps. 
Those are very low-hanging fruit opportunities for you to bring a product in, either a brand new product, or it could just be something that you bring in that's not on Amazon yet. You can get it other places, but it's not on the platform yet. That happens all the time too. I would say there are more gaps than products at this point on Amazon. That's how gappy it is. Just talk to people who shop all the time on Amazon and ask them, how often do you go in looking for something and you have trouble finding exactly what it is you're looking for that meets your standards? It happens a lot. People who shop on Amazon a lot run into that a lot. As much as we as sellers like to think that Amazon has everything that anyone could ever want, that's just not true. And the game changes daily. New trends, movies come out, certain phrases become popular, certain you know seasons come and go and things rise and fall so quickly. The gaps are everywhere. And some of them are very long-term gaps. Well, how do you find those gaps with just a few simple questions? Here's the questions that Gassan asked himself. And again, there's a link to this discussion so you can go in and thank Gassan for these questions. And you can join the conversation as well in our free Facebook group. That link is in the show notes at silentgym.com for this episode. Okay, he asks himself, what are some things that I use on a daily basis? That's an easy question, right? Think of the things that you use every day. Next question, what are some things that I don't like to use? I hate using them. They don't work well, or it's hard to find a good version of this item. And the third question was, What's something that I wish I had that would improve my daily life, right? Now, as entrepreneurs, we're kind of thinking these questions all the time, kind of maybe organically and naturally anyway. So I would propose that you send those questions or your version of those questions to people you know. Post it on Facebook. Do the research that way. Get the ideas coming in. Are all the ideas going to be awesome? No. And we're not looking for an idea here that resonates with you at some kind of instinctual level. I place zero value on my instincts when it comes to a hot new product. Just because someone's excited about it or just because I'm excited about it, that means nothing. We're talking about doing some research here. And if you own the Proven Amazon course, provenamazoncourse.com, that's our flagship course, in there, we strategically and methodically show you how to test out a new gap and get rock solid proof that it's worth going into before you invest in any inventory of any significance. We teach you, it's in the PPI module, Proven Performance Inventory. So we teach you. But even if you don't have that course and you're just thinking, okay, I want to test it. One great way, one very low hanging fruit, non-scientific method to do it is just go get five or 10 units of that thing get some samples made or there's all kinds of ways to get products made. Don't be intimidated by that. Now, if we're talking about some kind of high-end electronic item, obviously that's a higher risk, a lot more work involved. We're looking for items that can be easily sourced or made. You can find a manufacturer of items. You can use Google to find somebody that makes them. I mean, it's just the age we live in, it's so easy to go from concept to product now. That's something we talk a lot about in our community. And remember, this is just one way for people who are intimidated right now thinking, oh, I've never thought about inventing a new product. It's not necessarily that complicated. It could be repackaging a product that already exists. It could be taking product A and combining it with product B and bundling them together. And the two products that already exist. Okay. So it's not necessarily reinventing the wheel with this concept. When we talk about bringing a new product to Amazon, it could be products that already exist 
and they're just not out there yet in the right form, maybe the wrong color, the wrong packaging, the wrong instructions, a small improvements needed, and all of a sudden you've got a great product. So don't be too intimidated by this. Just do the research, ask people these questions. And when the answers start coming back, don't rely on your instincts. Instead, check on Amazon, see what pops up. So one way to notice a low-hanging fruit, and Gassan actually pointed this out, if I recall in his post as well, is you come up with a product, people are like, yeah, I'd love to be able to get this widget. I'd love to be able to buy this. Then you go to Amazon, you type it in, and there's a few of them there, but the reviews are terrible. You can learn so much from the reviews. If there's a product that's popular on Amazon, and it's like the top resulting product, or it's in the top five of a popular product category, and it's getting bad reviews, read the bad reviews. What are people saying? They may be saying, you know, it came with a broken handle. I can't believe they didn't package this better. And there's several people saying the same thing. And the product is still sitting there selling. Well, if you just come up with a better way to package that thing, same product, wrap it in a little bit more bubble wrap, put it in a bigger box, put your label on it, right? You've got a winner now because you're going to get five-star reviews instead of two-star reviews. So whatever that little issue is, that can give you, there's so many great ideas that come from reading the reviews of popular products with good keywords that are getting bad reviews. So this brainstorming, these three questions we just gave you, the brainstorming, that'll lead you into some very interesting products and you can go in and read the reviews. Yes, it requires a little bit of research time, but not a lot. You'll be amazed what you can do with an hour of research time and coming up with ideas. So I like these three questions. It led Gassan to 6,500 units of a product that he sold 6,500 units, about $180,000 in revenue over the course of a couple of years. And it's still rocking. He doesn't have competition chomping at him and he's launching new products using this strategy. Several other people chimed into the discussion, shared their ideas and thoughts on how they've uncovered unique private label items as well. And I promised you a fourth question as well that you can use. I love using this question. We've had many people in our community try this out. They've even posted it on Facebook. And it's basically this. You put a shout out to anybody who shops on Amazon frequently. Say, hey, if you buy on Amazon, if you're using Amazon weekly at least, or maybe even daily in some cases to buy products, would you please make a mental note and jot down on a piece of paper and send it to me anytime you encounter a search phrase I want to know exactly what you typed into Amazon. You type in a phrase and it brings back disappointing results. Either disappointing products or no products or products that are completely irrelevant to the term you just typed in. And what do you do with that information? Well, sometimes it's going to be kind of useless information. Other times it could be a potential gold mine. It could be a gap in the marketplace that you can then fill either with a creative bundle which means just bringing products that already exist and putting them into a bundle. That's the easiest way to create a new listing on Amazon. Or maybe you research and you find the product that's out there. You use Google and you go find a little unknown website, maybe you know a product that's only sold locally in some small city, and you bring that to the bigger marketplace. You, you don't even need permission to do that, by the way. You do realize that if you buy the product, you can sell it. You then own it and you can sell it. That's true 99% of the time. And if there's any restrictions, you'll find out and you can pull the product later. But just for testing purposes, you can go. People do this all the time. They're going into local grocery stores 
for example, buying that stuff that was locally sourced, locally grown, whatever, you know, local label is on it. And just at a test, putting it on Amazon, seeing if it sells. And in some cases, it sells very, very well. With the right creative keywords, it can take off. I mean, that's the story of the most successful coffee seller in our community. He lived in Jamaica, went to the grocery store. This is Barrington McIntosh's story. He bought some coffee off the shelf, put it onto Amazon. He was one of our coaching students. That's all, you know, we said, hey, find some stuff that you can source locally that people internationally or especially in the United States may not be able to find. He just did it. He put it on Amazon, very little marketing, very little keyword research, just grabbed it and threw it on there and it sold. Before long, he was selling so much of it that the coffee manufacturers were calling him, saying, what are you doing? How are you doing this? So it can be that simple. But to be very clear, the fourth question that I'm proposing that you use and that you post on Facebook and that you send to your friends is you say this, when you're shopping on Amazon, if you encounter search phrases that you're using, don't bring back results that you like. Disappointing results, irrelevant results, or there's nothing at all there. When you type in that phrase, there's nothing that matches at all. Please send me those search phrases. And then you just simply do your research. And it doesn't require a tool or a keyword tool or these paid monthly. You know, I think if I had to guess, I would say about 85% of the people who are paying monthly for keyword tools are wasting their money. They're not using them. They don't need them. They're not at a position where they should even be messing around with it because there's so much low-hanging fruit. To me, it's the equivalent of, you know, kind of walking through. I lived in central Florida for a while growing up, so it's very easy for me to visualize like an orange grove, just rows and rows and rows of orange trees. And as a kid even, you know, here I am, I can just reach up and there's thousands, literally tens of thousands of oranges right there where I don't need to do anything except stick my hand up to about, you know, eye level and pop an orange, right? The local farmers let the kids, you know, wander into their place and these things are falling off the tree half the time and just, hey, yeah, take one, sure. Well, it's the equivalent to me of getting a 18 foot extension ladder and a chainsaw and seeing one orange up at the top of this tree. And I'm like, I bring my ladder and I bring my chainsaw and I've got all these expensive tools and I've got this strategy and I'm going to get that orange at the top of the tree. It's no different than the orange at the bottom of the tree, but I need to justify all the hard work and pride I'll have in getting that orange at the top of the tree. Like, you know, why, why is that necessary? Why do you have to spend thousands? You don't have to pick some of that low hanging fruit. And I'm trying to give you ideas today as we do all the time on this show for finding that low hanging fruit, that low risk. Wow, this does work. I mean, that's the whole reason we invented our, or created our Amazon 101 course, amazon101course.com. Very inexpensive. It's our chance to say, hey, we'll give you, we'll give you your few dollars back. The course isn't expensive at all if this doesn't work for you, but just trust us. Just go through the simple step-by-step process of buying a product, sending it in, getting your listing created, seeing that it sells, seeing that money go into the bank, that will give you momentum. That's a low-hanging fruit experience, and you can start to have your eyes opened as to just how huge this is. Because most people who set out to make money online, I don't know if you knew this or not, the vast majority of people who set out to build a business online never make that first dollar. Most people don't. We realize that. We've been doing this for over 16, 17 years now. So we've seen a lot of people come through who are frustrated with past experiences, 
They've kind of thrown their hands up in the air. They think everything's a scam. They don't think there's much to this. So what we decided to do was, hey, let's prove that anybody who's willing to follow a step-by-step can get a product, sell it online, see a profit, and get excited and get that those first few dollars rolling in. And we've seen people just take those simple concepts and build business, you know, healthy six-figure, mid-six-figure businesses with just that. And that's beginner, low-hanging fruit stuff. Never mind coming through and harvesting, you know, vast quantities of fruit. We're just talking about kind of randomly picking the low-hanging fruit that's laying around. Because remember, guys, if you're listening to this, you've done your research, maybe your eyes are starting to open to the fact that we live in the best time in human history to be entrepreneurs. There's never been a better time to launch a business because of the tools that are virtually free, if not in reality, completely free. The internet's free to many, many people. You can go to the local library and launch a business using the internet. You don't even have to own your own computer. I mean, there's opportunity everywhere. It's inarguable. Now's the best time to be alive if you want to grow a business. The power tools we have at our disposal are ridiculously more powerful and helpful than at any other point in human history. The risks are lower than they've ever been at any other point, and the upside potential is bigger than at any other point. I'm reading a book now. Maybe I'll share more details later, but it's going into talking about, and I'm sure I will actually, so I'm not going to tell you a whole lot about it right now, but the number of millionaires that are being created. Millionaires are popping up faster around the world than they ever have before, and it's not people who are inheriting money or athletes or the people who won the lottery, you know, that the movie stars, that represents a tiny fraction of the millionaires that are being born. The vast majority of them have either very disciplined spending habits and they're investing very steadily and they've got a decent job, not an awesome job, you know, a five-figure job of some sort, and they've been disciplined, or they're business owners. That makes up the bulk of the millionaires that are popping up like crazy, the business owners, because now is a great time in human history to be alive, to launch a business. The risks are lower. The upside potential is higher. And what we've discovered is what we believe is the lowest hanging fruit opportunity in the greatest time in human history to be alive if you want to build a business. So that that's what we're presenting and we've got the evidence for you. So to recap this episode, no tools, no courses, no expensive monthly payment apps needed. Do some basic research. Ask some basic questions of yourself and of other people around you. Discover if any of those are gaps in the Amazon marketplace, and then go about filling that gap. Google is your research tool. That's all you need. Find a manufacturer or a wholesaler of a product that matches that description, and maybe you'll make a better product of your own at some point, but when you're researching it, just go buy someone else's product that's not out there yet on Amazon and throw it on Amazon and see what happens. Fill a gap. There are so many gaps. Thanks for listening to this show. Let me know how this strategy works out for you. At a minimum, jump into our Facebook group, join the conversation. So many great conversations lately. We're adding so many great people to our group. And let me remind you of this too. Uh, Maybe you're a member of Facebook groups. You've been a part of them in the past. And there's some things that makes our group stand out head and shoulders above what I've seen out there. And and it pops to the surface all the time in conversations. We're very intentional about who we let into the group. Some Facebook groups, if you say, hey, I want to be a part of this group, you're let in instantly. Everybody can come in, ends up with spam and negativity and all kinds of people 
bringing up irrelevant topics. No, we're, we're laser focused. We're a group of business building warriors. We encourage positivity, creativity. We solve problems. We don't moan and groan and complain without bringing possible solutions to whatever it is that we're facing. So we're very solution oriented and we support each other. It's a positive place. It's contagious to be courageous, to be positive, to pursue success. Those things are contagious and we recognize that. So we're very intentional about it. Something else that's contagious is cowardice or conformity or negativity. Those are also contagious. So we reject those and we ask people questions when they come in. We filter through. You're going to have to answer three questions. And then, so once you get into the group, you're surrounded with people who have the proper mindset. Unless they fool us, in which case, if they fool us on the questions, ah, we, we show them the door pretty fast. Um, and sometimes when I say negativity, I'm not talking about asking hard questions. We, we welcome hard questions, completely welcome it. What we don't like to see is people saying, oh, there's nothing to this. This is just a waste of my time. I can't believe you guys are all wasting your time doing this stupid stuff. I don't even want to try it. Why do you guys even spin your wheels? Amazon is, you know, evil. <laughs> you know, like, you know what? Hey, there's groups where you can go hang out and you can have those kind of opinions. That's awesome. Go hang out over there. Here, we've got thousands of people who are doing it building businesses, hiring employees, serving customers well. We want to hang out with those people. So that's the distinction, and you're going to feel it hanging out in our Facebook group. So if you're not a part of a group yet, ours is completely free. Come hang out with us, all right? And just check it out. Maybe you've thrown your hands up and you're kind of done with Facebook groups. Well, give it one more shot. We've had people register for Facebook just to be a part of our group. 50,000 plus business building warriors from around the world encouraging each other, sharing creative ideas, like the ideas we shared from Gassan today which I thought made for a pretty helpful episode. I think you'll enjoy hanging out with us. All right, I'm going to sign off here. We'll do another episode real soon. God bless you, business building warrior. We are all in your corner, our entire leadership team, our support team. We're rooting for you. We're cheering for you. We know you can do this. Talk to you again real soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.